0: Searching. Captain Sonar, we're in trouble. What's going to happen next? This week on Dueling Review, we review Catwoman, Tweety, and Sylvester, number one from DC Comics. In his relentless pursuit of Tweety, Sylvester suddenly finds himself with a new human ally, Catwoman. Tweety then realizes that he's going to need some help too, and recruits a superhero of his own. It isn't long before the scale of conflict begins to get out of control, and suddenly there's a full-scale war between cats and birds that threatens to take over all of Gotham. It is a fifth week, and that, of course, means wackiness from our good friends at DC Comics. Does Marvel do fifth week events?
1: I don't know the last time I saw a Marvel fifth week
0: event. I, I know, didn't they used to do, like, fifth week events where they'd, like, let their assistant editors write a book or something, and then people are like, oh no, we don't want those people they did to have too up. much
1: power. They did that back in '85, and I know that they used to do um, fifth-week annual events like the Evolutionary War. Oh, and stuff. right, right, right.
0: But you don't know of anything like regular, like this whole thing that uh, DC's doing once again with the Looney Tune. Mm.
1: Nothing recent, I guess. You know, lately Marvel's been focused on killing people and uh, turning the good guys into Nazis and stuff.
0: Mm, that's not. That's not good.
1: Well, I didn't write some, I just explained them.
0: Here here we have a book, Catwoman, Tweety and Sylvester number one. Uh-huh. Or Sylvester and Tweety number one, depending on how you uh look it up. Both will both will work. And this is a, a very interesting and different book in that uh in other books we have seen literal cartoon, you know, the Looney Tune caricature uh characters. Uh-huh. Take on an animated feel of the DC heroes. Yeah. Uh The Catwoman Tweety and Sylvester number one is very much like the Batman Elmer Fudd one, where it's treated as yeah. a straight up, let's, uh, let's just create some talking animals, but they don't have to be wearing, uh, you know, top hats and bow ties and walking around with, you know, on their <laughs> hind legs. you remember you remember like um you remember like when Bugs Bunny would go up against I don't know some some bad character like maybe Gossamer or something and Uh in order to in order to try to defeat him uh Bugs Bunny would drink like this magical growing potion and then Gossamer would drink the magical growing potion and they keep drinking it and they'd get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until they were both bigger than the entire earth I don't remember you that. You don't remember those cartoons? It, it happens with all the cartoons. At some point, somebody's drinking a magical gromi potion, and they suddenly <laughs> get bigger than the entire Earth. And that's how this book I feels. remember that
1: happening with Apache Chief.
0: This this feels like uh, that's what's happening with this book, because it starts out with a bet between the witches, the uh, the Neil Gaiman, uh, right. three witches. The witches,
1: Cynthia, Mildred, and Mordred from uh, The Witching Hour Yeah, back in 1980 that got revived by Neil Gaiman in Sandman.
0: And then we also have Witch Hazel, who shows up, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. And they're they're making some kind of bet over the fate of the entire universe. And of course, Clary on the Witch Boy is there too, and all um, the um, witches um, and all the magicians. I mean, you have this big page of enchant not enchantress. Um, you've got you got Zatanna in there. I forget who all the magical types are in this gathering. It's like they're having a uh, they're having a, a party.
1: It's a bacchanal, if you will. Yeah, and if you look in the back, well, witches. Morgan Lefay from the Demon book is in there. Um, the Enchantress is there. Raven is there. Yeah, it's really Zatanna. crazy. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of characters. Felix Faust is in the background. If you ah, look for him,
0: yeah. So and what Black they end up Alice. doing is they're they're going to see uh, who will win in a bet: the birds or the cats. And so they send Sylvester into the DC universe, and he hooks up with Catwoman. And Tweety Bird gets sent to Black Canary, which was a surprise because I didn't expect that. In fact, I didn't expect anything in this book. And the next thing you know, it just keeps growing and growing and growing because <laughs> as soon as they realize that, oh, if uh, if uh, Tweety wins, then all of the cats in the universe will disappear. Even cat themed characters like Catwoman and Catman and, and Lionel. The Bronze Tiger. The Bronze There's no Tiger. Lion-O. And if, and if uh, the cat wins, then all the bird characters will disappear in the universe. Starfire and. And uh, Raven. No, uh, sorry. Starfire Star is on a the cat, cat
1: side. right? But Raven, Raven is a bird. And Hawkman and Hawk Girl.
0: And it just turns into one giant messy battle until everyone's like, you know, we don't need to fight. Let's go take this fight to the witches. Clarion shows up and tells them what's really going on.
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> that, they have a big Rodney, Rodney
0: Dangerfield ending. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Who wants to party?
1: That's not what he said.
0: Well, that's how I we're going to say
1: it. what he said on a family. I show. know, right? I think in the uh, ABC dub it's hey, let's take a shower.
0: Yeah. yeah. But that's how this book feels like. And by the end, I was like, what is what is going on? And the fact is that it's played from the art side. It's played straight up, just like the Batman Elmer Fudd event was just played straight. Yep. And this is, art just,
1: is absolutely just a standard D.C. book. Including Tweety and Sylvester, which makes for some really, really horrifying moments. Why? When they're try- because Sylvester has the face of a cat.
0: Yeah, because he's a trying cat.
1: To- right, but they're trying to make him look like he's speaking, and of course, you know, Sylvester speaks with a really disturbingly bad lisp. Mm-hmm. So they have this cat trying to speak with a lisp, and he's got his tongue sticking out, and it's really kind of horrifying.
0: Oh no, it's great! The art in this book is fantastic. Uh, this is uh, Inaki Miranda, I believe, or Miranda, I believe is the uh, how you pronounce the name. Just really, really good heart. And then the story is just kind of silly. It, it, this is Gail Simone's writing. And when Gail Simone, yeah. I, I, I think Gail works best when she's allowed to just kind of cut loose and do whatever she wants. Now I'm sure she's got an editorial team looking over her shoulder, making sure she's not doing anything uh, too far out there, too outlandish, too inappropriate. But, um, and this is just fun. And it's been a long time since I've read a comic book that is just... Fun, especially on the D.C. side.
1: Yeah, I agree. This book is really one of those things that it, sometimes when you have a one shot, it's definitely completely and probably always needed to be a one shot. And this is a really good example of that, because this is a silly joke. The cat hates the bird mm-hmm. taken to a ridiculous perspective and put in the D.C. universe and given world ending stakes and then, of course, you keep, you know, pulling people in. And I really do feel like the the turning point for me from what the hell am I reading to, okay, this is funny, is when Starfire shows up mm-hmm. and they call out the fact that Starfire's race is descended from cats. Right. But it's okay because Black Canary's side has Raven, who is a bird. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just constant escalation. And it's it really feels like maybe a McKimson or a Chuck Jones cartoon where everything just keeps escalating and keeps escalating and keeps escalating. Yeah. Like I said, it
0: keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as they try to destroy one another. Even, and then even Apache so much,
1: Chief is playing marbles with the
0: Earth. Well, but see, even even it, it gets so crazy because even, you know, Oracle is, is drawn into this. Batgirl is drawn into this. And you're like, well, why would she be? Oh, because she's from a, a team the called the Birds of Prey. Birds of
1: Prey, of Prey. yeah. And also, I do love the fact that Batgirl apparently broke her leg sometime before this issue yeah. and spends the whole issue in a wheelchair doing her oracle shtick because, you know, it's Gail Simone and she can do that if she wants.
0: You got you to gotta enjoy, though, some Sylvester and Tweety moments like Sylvester trying to salt and pepper down the bird before he eats it. Or when he does have the bird in his mouth, uh, Black Canary going, spit that bird
1: out. <laughs> or... uh Tweety nearly being captured by Catwoman and somehow pulling a hammer out of nowhere and bonking her over the head with it to escape. Yeah.
0: And then there's a nice little ending after they've resolved it and everybody is is uh, back together again and happy. You would think that maybe Sylvester and Catwoman would stick together and Tweety and and uh, and uh, Black Canary would stick together. Nope. They they switch it around. Yep. Catwoman. uh, Sorry. Catwoman has Tweety as a partner and uh, Sylvester goes on tour with uh, with Black Canary and her and her birds. <laughs> and they have a They're couple bad. of uh, hit hit singles.
1: That's right. And I think the best for me, the real killer, is the point where they, Witch Hazel decides that she's going to escalate everything, and she's going to drive things far, far beyond whatever it could, and call in every single cat and bird throughout the history of the DC mm-hmm. universe ever. So you get Cheshire, super cat. yeah, Cheshire, who's a cat, Hawking Dove, yeah, you get Panther. Yeah, it's really fascinating. Red Robin, by the way, because he was never actually Robin. (laughs) It's really interesting
0: to just read this just for kind of a who's who to see who pops up and who doesn't pop up. It's really good. It's really well
1: done. The cameos, I think, are part of really the best part of the issue for me. Mm -hmm. You go through and you read this and you're like, okay, that's Witch Hazel. And then I realized that you know it's Cynthia Mildred and Mordred I know first I thought
0: are it they trying to rich, riff on Sabrina the Teenage Witch and then I was like oh no that's the Hecate or whatever the uh
1: right and they actually do predate Sabrina the Teenage Witch and her Teenage Witch incarnation on TV yeah yeah so that's kind of fun good time. So,
0: I mean the 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 writing is really solid I mean there's it's just a bunch of fighting Right, and let's well, escalate the fighting, and that's that's what people want in these crossover things, right? The heroes meet for the it, first time, and all they have to do is it's fight. It's motivated.
1: Them. Yeah, it, it is. makes sense. All the crossovers make sense. All mm-hmm. of the cameos, all of the things where it's like, "Hey, here's this guy," and then of course you realize why Clarion is on the side here. Yeah, because he's got his cat. Right, he can't live without Tekel Treacle. Tekel
0: I think his name's Treacle.
1: His name's Tekel
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then the art is
1: really you good. You are the pretty colors, wrong. The colors.
0: Cool. The colors by Eva de la Cruz are fantastic too. I love the motivated lightning uh, lighting. It's so mm-hmm. good. I just this whole book is really good. I'm glad that our listeners, our fine spoilerites, went over to patreon.com slash major spoilers and all voted in mass that we need to read Catwoman Tweety and Sylvester number one. Uh, For the book this week could have gone so many different ways, but I'm really glad Uh, this is one of those that is like, okay, it's another one of these uh, about, it seemed like the last time they did this, it was about 50, 50, but man, this was good. Some
1: of them were really good. I mean, Lobo Roadrunner was inexplicable, Mm -hmm. but that last batch had Martian Manhunter, Marvin the Martian, which was actually about half pretty awesome.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I just I just enjoyed this. And, and I think listeners, um, if you have not rushed out in a buying frenzy to pick this up, then you better do so because uh, it's now Thursday, end of the yep. day Thursday morning on Friday. You best be getting your your comic book fixes.
1: Yeah, because this is going to sell out, man.
0: I think it will. I think it will. It's
1: going to it's going to end with Tweety in a leather harness. Or no, excuse me, a leather helmet. I don't
0: think it's going to end up that way, Matthew. Come on.
1: He's wearing a helmet. He's wearing a Catwoman helmet in that final page. When they fly off, he's got the Catwoman helmet on. Look at his tiny little tweety head.
0: Bottom line for me, go pick this book up. I do not think you will be disappointed in this.
1: I agree. This is a really, really entertaining book. And it's entertaining in the classic, let's go out and buy an annual. Mm -hmm. It's that book that it's summer. You've got some time before school starts up and you're 14 again. This is a good comic to have for that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I I really agree. I I really I do not think that you can go wrong with with this book. So listeners, rush out yeah. there, get this book. It's from uh, DC Comics. It's their Looney Tunes crossover. It's their fifth week event. And everybody, thanks for loves. not
1: making us read that horrifying Porky Pig. By the way. I know I
0: was so worried because we were going. Oh my God, that thing looks horrifying. That everybody was going to uh, to jump in on this. Uh, um, let's take a look at some of the comics coming out next week, and then uh, let our listeners know how uh, they can they can help us program next week's show. Coming out from Boom Studios next week, we have The mm-hmm. Amazing World of Gumball, original graphic novel, volume five, Tunnel Kingdom. Uh, Tunnel Kingdom, that's what it's called. Giant okay. Days, number 42. Rocco's Mo- Modern Life, number eight. And Steven Universe, Harmony, number two. Dark Horse Comics has Call of Duty Zombies 2, number one.
1: You said duty. Co- yeah, duty. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Hellboy, Omnibus Trade Paperback, volume four, Hellboy and Hell. And War Bears, number one of three. DC Comics says Batman, number 54. Border Town, number one. Cover, number one. Dreaming, number one. Oh, next week is the big... Uh... No, we've already had the uh, the Sandman stuff. This is all the spinoff stuff, right?
1: Right. Well, they're doing a Sandman universe. I think they're doing yeah. four shared
0: books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So The Dreaming comes out next week. I th- I don't remember if that's the one that's Bill Evely doing the art on. Whichever one she's doing, that's the one you want to get because her art is
1: fantastic. Yes, Bilquis is really good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn, number 49. Justice League, number 7. United States versus Murder, Inc., number 1. All from DC Comics. Dynamite Entertainment has James Bond, Origin, number 1. And Project Superpowers, number 2. Only two books coming out next week. Uh, IDW Publishing has Ghostbusters Crossing Over, number (coughs) 6. TMNT, Urban Legends, number 5. Transformers Lost Light, number 23. And Walt Disney Comics and Stories, number 743.
1: Yes, it's got a 700 in it.
0: There you go. Image Comics has Bully Wars, number one. Last Siege, number four. That's the middle issue of that uh, entire miniseries. Leviathan, number two. Snot Girl, number 11. Spawn, 289. And Walking Dead, number 183. Marvel Comics brings us Ant-Man and the Wasp, number five. That's the final issue of that series. As Guardians of the Galaxy, number one gets a poster release. That's $10 right there. Uh, perhaps maybe Captain America number three is more you're calling, or Cosmic Ghost Rider number three of five. Deadpool number four. Infinity Wars Iron Hammer gets a poster. Hmm. Uh, lots of posters coming out next week. Lots of annuals coming out next week as well. Old Man Logan annual, Silver Surfer annual, Spider Man, Deadpool number 38, Thanos Legacy number one. And then some uh, True Believers if you want to get some comics for a buck. True Believers Daredevil. By Bendis and Maleev, or is it Maleev? Maleev.
1: I say I say Maliev.
0: Maliev. Okay. It may
1: just be Maleev. Uh,
0: Daredevil by Lee and Everett, and Daredevil by Smith, Casada, and Palmiotti. I'll get dollar treatments next uh, week.
1: And so Lee from- and Everett would be Daredevil number one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So you're going to get all three of them. Is there a big Daredevil uh, celebration coming up?
1: I don't know. Is it coming up on Daredevil's 50th anniversary or
0: something? <laughs> Must be. Uh, you'd think they'd do more than just uh, three
1: True Believers issues. Well, this is Marvel
0: X Men Gold number thirty-five. Also arrives next week. In all the rest category, we have Athena Voltaire twenty eighteen ongoing number six. Uh, that's a not too bad series. Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comic Digest two sixty-six coming to me number three. That's a mature <laughs> readers book.
1: With uh, a title like that, it would have to be
0: Dollman Man kills the full moon universe number two. I'm sorry, what? Doll Man. I think this is a uh, Action Labs Danger Zone Doll Man. Dollman Kills the Full Moon Universe. Full Moon is the um, movie company that does all those uh, slasher picks.
1: Oh, like Trauma?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. We also have Fathom number three. Grimm's Fairy Tales, Tales of Terror volume four, number six. I got a uh, preview copy of that in the mail today. Mm -hmm. Invader Zim number 34, Jasmine, Crown of Kings number five, the final issue there. Kim Reaper, Vampire Island number one. Plush number one, Mm, let's see, oh, you can get some pre-code classics. You can get a Spooky, or sorry, Spook Slipcase Edition Volume 2 for $55. Wow,
1: that might be worth it.
0: Yeah, Shadow Roads number three, The Three Stooges Matinee Madness number one, Vampire Season three, number five, and let's see what else. What do we have wrapping up? Uh, Warhammer 40k, Honor and Iron gets a, uh, a prose novel coming out next week for 16 bucks. So there you go. Those are some of the things that are coming out next week. Now, dear listener, it is up to you to take care of some business. Matthew tells them how they do this business.
1: What she does is you goes to the patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. You look at the list of the bookses. You choose the book that you want Stephen and I to do next time around. You put your little vote. You clicky the clicky. I think it's a radio button. No, click not the radio The-clicky.
0: button. You just type in the comment section. Hey, oh. I want you guys to review this. Here we here we go. Hold these were the button. these were the comments from last week. Trouble I'm mm-hmm. having is which DC Looney Tunes crossover to vote for. Uh, uh, I'm decided Catwoman, Sylvester, and Tweety gets my vote. Fabian says, yep, I second Catwoman, Tweety, and Sylvester. Catwoman, and Tweety, and Sylvester special. Catwoman, and Tweety, and Sylvester, uh, Starcraft Scavengers number two. I'm gonna be the <laughs> oddball out, out, says James, and call out Babysitter's Club, because why not? Why not have a Babysitter's Club comic book? And also, well, I not? wanna see Matthew Squirm. No, I'm not evil, oh, I'm, I'm just drawn that way. And Steven uh, saying, my vo- vote seems not to matter at this point, unless we're going... Uh, using the electoral voting system, I vote for Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons number one.
1: Well, this is the thing. I love the Babysitters Club because Christy was my favorite. Mm. Yeah.
0: Never read it. Like I said, that's my sister's thing. So,
1: uh, yeah, I had sisters. So, so yeah, listeners, know, head over there, look for
0: the post. Then in the comment section, just tell us what you want to read, what you want us to read. Yeah. You know, and as providing it hasn't been uh, stolen, claimed by someone else. <laughs> One with the most votes wins. And also, while you're over there, check out some of the other things that we have to offer, like the Flashback podcast, which is coming up in October. When right. we, uh, we're returning back. to season five.
1: Season five. We're going to meet uh, XS. Well, we're not going to meet XS. We're going to see more of XS.
0: We're going to see how the uh, uh, West family continues to screw up the universe
1: forever and yeah, ever. Forever and we ever. We might get more elongitated, Man.
0: We uh, also uh, can get original art. You can see some behind-the-scenes stuff. You can help future programming on other shows. Uh, t-shirts, membership cards, and, of course, Critical Hit a week early. It's all over there at patreon.com slash major spoilers. We know that not everyone can afford, but if you find some value in shows that we do, like Dueling Review, heck, even kicking in 2 bucks a month, 2 bucks a month yeah. will go a long way. And if we had every single listener of this show kick in 2 bucks a month, we'd be past our $7,000 a month goal. And we would have uh, so many things coming your way. And we want to thank everyone who is a patron. And if you are thinking about becoming a patron, what you're waiting for, head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. That wraps it up for this installment of Dueling Review. Thank you so much for checking us out. We will be back next week to read a comic that you recommend. And you will hear Matthew say,
1: Next time I eat four pounds of fruit, (laughs) don't let me jump rope.
0: This podcast is copyright 2018 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.